the bottom line of this is that very, being very clear on your why, your company's why is absolutely critical. Now it's always been critical, but I think why hearing this message for me right now was so important was because I am seeing, and we saw, you know, the examples of how and how the businesses who are clear on this are the ones succeeding today. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 307. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This one is going to be a good one. It is going to be very simple, but very impactful, If, especially if this is the time you need to hear this. So I recently read the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And here's the thing, it was actually the second time I read the book. I read it a year ago last summer, and then I read it again this year because our team chose it as our leadership book club choice. And it's really weird. You probably have this experience, whether it's podcasts or books or a place, you know, a speaker that you listen to, and sometimes you can hear a message and it barely does anything for you. And then other times you can hear a message and it was like exactly what you needed in that moment, and it was like life-changing. So that's how reading this book was for me this time around. Because I feel like I, one, really needed to hear this. I also feel like it is extremely relevant to the industry right now and to marketing right now and and how important this is. So that's what we're going to talk about. And then also the, the combination of my team reading it with me, we do a book club meeting. And so that conversation like really got me thinking. So... The title kind of says it all with that book, Start With Why. It's about your why. What is your why for starting your company, for what you do in your life? What is your why, right? And the importance of having that why and that why being what drives everything that you do. So highly recommend the book. If you are not a big reader, he does have like an 18-minute TED Talk. Would definitely go listen to that. We actually often send that to clients because it's we're going to talk about why it's so important. So the bottom line of this is that very, being very clear on your why, your company's why is absolutely critical. Now, it's always been critical, but I think why hearing this message for me right now was so important was because I am seeing and we saw, you know, the examples of how and how the businesses who are clear on this are the ones succeeding today. And if you're not, you're going to struggle because people Your customers and your audience, the quote from the book is, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And he said that like probably 10, 15 times in the book and it's so true. Like you are delivering, whether it's a service or a product or a course or whatever it is that you deliver and you sell, it's just a thing, right? And there are more of them out there. You are not the only one who does X, Y, Z. I am not the only ads and marketing agency. I'm not the only person obviously providing Facebook ads and marketing support in the, in our industry. There are so many other people out there. So my customers are not going to come to me just because it's like, oh, I need a Facebook ads person or I need somebody to help me with my marketing strategy. They're gonna come to me because they are in alignment, inspired, encouraged and confident in our why, in why we're different, in why we do the things we do, the way we do them, and what we believe in as a company. And the stronger and louder and clearer you can be with that, the better everything will be in your business. The better your marketing is going to be, the better your team's going to feel, the better your customers will feel, the more sales you'll have. Literally, like I see the connection to everything. And so when I personally read this book, I reflected on the fact that I don't think that we are as clear on our why as we could be. 
as a as a company. And he talks about this this piece. I forget exactly what he calls it, but it's basically like as you grow your company, I think he called it like the founder's gap or something, where as you grow your company as a CEO, in the beginning, you're very connected to your why, right? Like you understand exactly why you're doing this. You're in it every day. You're inspired. You've got like adrenaline going from it. You're building this business. You're probably in the hustle phase. Like you're doing a little bit of everything, a little bit of everywhere because you don't have a team yet. And you're in that beginning phase. But as you grow your company, there becomes a gap because you get removed from the day-to-day if things go well. You get removed from the day-to-day and then potentially there becomes a disconnect from your why. And that means if you're not communicating that as the CEO to your team, there will be that disconnect across the board. And I think for me, because I, you know, have a service business, right, it's very easy to just get into the mode of like, well, we just deliver to our clients. We just deliver great Facebook ads and marketing services to our client. That's our why. But that's not really, that's not really our why. That's not what separates us from other companies out there, from other people out there delivering this to clients and customers. And what I, you know, saw happen was, you know, I used to be so in the thick of it, in the day-to-day, inspired by a client's, you know, ad campaign, and then that translated into a Facebook post on my personal page, and I was in it. And my quality of life honestly wasn't as good, you know, then, but my inspiration and my excitement around my business was more, and that's a very natural thing. And so anyways, what I reflected on was that we wanted, I wanted to get more clear on our why. So I read the book, we went into our team meeting, and then we started talking about all the clients who have been the most successful with us. And we, you know, named names and we're talking about their launches, we're talking about their offers and how they're doing successful. And there truly is this one theme that all of these clients had a massive understanding of their why, of their company why. They were clear, they were unapologetic about it, they knew their why, and it was more than just making money. Like that should be a byproduct of your why. Because if you do a really great job with your delivery, with your service, then you will obviously make money. But that's not a why. Because you could go into any business and say, I just want to make money. Like that's really not going to to drive an audience and followers and customers and, and separate you from other companies. And so we reflected on how the companies who come in and are like, well, I just, I don't care, you know, I don't. I don't care. I'm not connected to my why. And they're not saying that. It's just that's, I think people forget it or they never got clear on it in the beginning. And they are just trying to go with like what they're maybe good at doing or what they thought was a good idea or somebody else said it was a good idea. But we reflected on how all of the clients, really all of our like shining star clients that we can reflect on who have done incredible, who have grown over the years with us, who we've witnessed their growth, we've seen that are very clear on their why and got more clear with it as their marketing went on and continued to stay connected to it. And so that was really cool because it made us realize that we could probably support the clients who are not clear on their why in our messaging meetings and in in our interaction with our creative team and pulling that out of them. So we had our creative team read this book and we wanted to implement, you know, some of those questions and things because I think a lot of people are not fully clear on their why, which is why I'm doing this podcast episode to encourage you guys on that. So then following that meeting, I sat down and I spent two hours brainstorming like, what is our why? Why did I start this company? Why did I start a marketing agency? And it's not just, oh, I want to help people with their marketing strategies and, oh, we care about impact. So 
this is still in a very like rough draft, you know, phase of, of my brainstorming, but I actually like sharing it in that more like raw state for you guys. And what, and some of the things that I came up with personally, and I'm going to share these things because I think it might help you guys, especially if you maybe are a service business and you're delivering, you know, even if you're delivering something that's like an essential thing that you deliver to people and they just, you know, everybody needs it or something, you still can have a why. You still can have a why that's, that's bigger than just delivering your service. And so I started thinking about like, why did I build my business? And so for me, one thing that's consistently come up since the very beginning of my business was the importance of freedom. And I was somebody who didn't graduate from college. I had a child at 20. Everybody said I was going to fail. And I didn't want to, of course, fail. I, you know, I, I refused to be that um, statistic. And I also wanted freedom. I wanted to have both best of both worlds. I wanted to be home with my new baby. And I wanted to create a life for myself because I was still so young. I hadn't had a career. I hadn't done very much yet. And so I wanted both of those things. And so that is something that pushed me to start my company. And in that came, you know, consistently I started working with clients where it was their goal to get out of the day-to-day in their business, to pass their marketing off to a team of experts or to me when it was just me so that they could have that freedom, so they could be with their families more, so they could be the the CEO in their business, so they didn't have to worry about leads and sales. And then also I built a fully remote team. So I built a team of people who we have the freedom. We, we do Fridays is free space Fridays now where we don't have any meetings and you can get off early if you finish your work and really more results-based versus hours clocked in based. And a lot of people used to ask me that, like, aren't you worried your team isn't working? I'm like, no, because we're, we focus on results. So focusing on results, having the freedom to travel. When I started my business, I took my 18-month-old son a year after I started my business and we went to Europe for six weeks and I worked and we traveled and I had my son and I was like, see, I can do it all. I can have it all. And it's it's my definition of freedom. And I think that having a successful marketing strategy where leads and sales are able to come into your business automatically is a massive trigger for freedom because then you're not having to be like, oh my gosh, I have to be on Instagram stories 24-7. I have to do lives. I have to do this. Like... I know as a CEO, having that freedom to step away from the business and still generate leads and sales is a massive win. And that's what I want for all of our clients. And that's kind of a really important piece for us. And and that is one of our whys. That's one of our whys that we do things and and why, you know, I bring it in my team culture, but also, you know, a big thing for clients is knowing that we're trying to make it as easy as possible for them to create successful marketing strategies and do everything we can to take away the actual work of the strategy and the tactics from the client. To the 2am Google search, to the copy paste tango, to the got it in a freebie strategy, to the why is nothing in my business working breakdown, your watch has ended. Now all the digital marketing information you need can be right at your fingertips and straight from the experts at Hirsch Marketing. One place where business owners can get bleeding edge marketing strategies, up to the minute data, and have their marketing questions answered pretty darn quick, the PDQ. The only digital marketing media outlet exclusively made for entrepreneurs and small businesses active in the digital marketing space. 
all 100% free. If you need to know what's working and what's not right now in online marketing, welcome. Inside, you'll get urgent text briefings from Team Hirsch, a live monthly marketing roundup plus Q&A, and our exclusive in-depth monthly marketing report. But the PDQ only goes to people who can use it. So apply today at notforlazymarketers.com slash PDQ. Change the game for your business before it's too late. The PDQ, it's for what you do. Notforlazymarketers.com slash PDQ. The other thing that came up a lot was how much I talk about sustainability and long-term success and that you know, this isn't about the get rich quick scheme, the quick like band-aid, let's just do a flash sale and then we'll figure out how we're going to pay the bills next month. But we focused on long-term impact and success. And this is true for both my company and the way I market it and then our clients. And we also reject clients who are in it for just the quick fix or focused on vanity metrics or overnight success. And so this shows up so much in our company with how we use projections, with how I talk about having goals and then your actual data with your first goal and step being break even and then moving to profitability when you have a new funnel and staying super innovative and making sure you stay on top of trends so that you don't become irrelevant and really trying to look at marketing. You know, the Not For Lazy Marketers process is a holistic process from beginning to end. It's not looking at one piece of your marketing, but it's looking at the entire customer journey, tying together your brand, your messaging, your strategy, your paid ads, and not siloing one of those individual components. I also believe that in order to create a sustainable marketing strategy, you have to create a unique customer journey and experience for your marketers, or for, for your marketers, for your customers. And that's the only way to create sustainability because then you build followers, you build raving fans, and selling becomes easier. And so for me, this is a big why because what we're helping our clients do is generate leads and and an audience that's going to pay off, yes, hopefully in the next 30 days, but also in a year from now, in two years from now. And then by staying on top of the trends and collaborating as a team as things shift and change in the industry, because they do, that allows us to create a more sustainable marketing strategy that's not dependent on a platform or the fact that webinars are working or videos work right now, like whatever the in thing is, you don't want to be dependent on that because then if that goes away, you are in trouble. And so we specifically only work with clients who are in alignment with this goal because I've absolutely had people come in and be like we don't you know either they're like you know I don't I just want to make money I need to make money in 30 days or I don't really care about anything but you know just quickly making money the easiest route like we will not work with people like that because I have ranted about this many times but business is not supposed to be easy marketing and creating a successful marketing strategy isn't easy. It can be simple, it's not easy, and it's going to require commitment and resources and time put into that. And then the last value that I really came up with for my company was challenging the status quo because I always try to look at something and say, how can we do it different? How can we do it better? I think there's a lot of brands, a lot of individuals who go with the grain and we frequently go against the grain and are not afraid to try new things. This comes up with our new PDQ funnel, with our podcast secret series that we've tried, with micro webinars that we've done. And all of those have been successful. Some have not, but we aren't afraid to challenge what has been said is impossible. Or the other thing is like no longer works like webinars. It's like, do they no longer work or is the strategy behind them just not good? So I 
push my team and our my goal is that we are the most innovative marketing company. We are always first to market with testing something new because the one thing that's constant is change. And I want to, and I value being on top of that change. I also think that as a person, as an individual, I've always challenged the status quo. So some of those things that come up for me that are outside of just marketing, but things that you know, I believe and are at the heart of our company, whether it's supporting our employees or our clients with this, is things like you can't have a work-life balance and work in, you know, a remote position or in an agency or in the online industry, or you can't have a successful career and be a present mom. Like, I hate that thing, that that interpretation people have. I've actually literally, like, you think, to me, I think it's crazy, but I have seen people out there say things like, I, I just saw this. Someone said, I chose not to be the breadwinner in my in my family because I want to be able to be at my kids' soccer games. And I was like, what? Why can't you do both? You could be the breadwinner and be at your kids' soccer games. What are you talking about? And so I feel very passionate about showing and proving and inspiring, hopefully, people that you can have both. You can have a successful career. You can be the breadwinner of your family and you can still be present and a good mom or dad. You also, you know, can have success and your own definition of freedom. And I think that everybody has that. And I think also I will say employees, millennials, the generation before them, like they value that more than money. Being able to travel or have a day that they can work at a coffee shop or work remotely or have that flexibility is one of the main things that attracts people to our company, obviously money and being in the industry. But if you are able to offer that to your employees, even like the 40-hour work week, like that came from factories. We have not questioned that in decades and we should because it should be results-based. And so challenging that status quo for me, it was like, you don't, you know, going to college to be successful. That's what I was told all my life. I did it differently. Um, having a, a kid when you're young means X, Y, Z. All the things I was told, your freedom is gone. You're going to be miserable. You're going to get a divorce. All these things, you know, all I, I, you know, not just wanted to prove wrong, but I wanted to, to prove that I knew what I was doing and that I would make mistakes and I'm going to fail and I'm going to definitely stumble and go over these road, these bumps and challenges, but I'm going to make it through because I believe that you can do anything if you go out and you do it and you believe in it and you do the work and you follow, you know, these, you have a sustainability and you're building something for the long term. So that's when I sat down and realized, you know, see, I want, I wanted to share that with you one, because you're my audience and I want you guys to understand that why, but also really get you thinking about what is your company? Why? And thinking about, for me, what was helpful was thinking about like, why did I even start this company? You know, what drove me to go in this direction and what drove me to create the company that I have today? And these are the things that came up in creating, you know, for me, one thing that's always been important is creating incredible delivery and putting our just as much attention in our delivery for our clients and our students as we put into marketing. And that comes from that sustainability. Like that's what's required to create a sustainable business. And so I sat down and I thought about, you know, those things that are non-negotiables, that why did I start my business? What inspires me? What makes me feel motivated when I sit down, you know, for work and I'm and I'm reconnected to that why? So I did that and then now we're in the process of bringing this to my team, making sure the team is clear on it, making sure this is clear on the website, this is clear on social media, this is clear in everything we do. And here's the thing. 
I want this to be like one speech and then everybody will remember the why. It's not. My goal now is that all of this becomes cemented in my teams and my clients and my audience's mind through micro experiences, through micro touches. And um, one of the examples that uh, was used, there were several used in this book, but if you think about big companies like Apple or Walmart before the CEO left, um, who was great at the why and now they've struggled with that, but you know, Southwest, these big companies who are so clear on their why, any question that comes up that an employee or a customer or somebody is wondering what they should do, it should be able to be answered by coming back to the why. So an example of that for us could be, you know, do we let a client slide through who wants to do a live launch and spend a thousand dollars and make twelve thousand and we can pretend like it will work and and just do our best and then at the end deal with the fallout of the fact that they didn't hit those projections or do we say you know that's not possible and if you want that you won't be able to work with us but what we can do is give you realistic projections give you a realistic strategy and be that partner for you of course, you cho- we choose the latter. But anything like that that comes up that's maybe like a challenging situation or a challenging decision, you should be able to go back to your company why and that should be able to guide you. And if you can do that, then your why is clear. And then you should evaluate and look at in your marketing emails, organic social media, your ads, your communication with your team, your communication with your clients, the way that you show up, is your why clear across the board? And Your job as the CEO, as your company grows, as your team grows, is to continue to make sure that why is clear. Because I think, not that we've fallen off our why, I think we had it, it just wasn't clear enough. And now I'm making it more clear. And I think that comes from growing a team, right? Because then as the leader, if you are still connected to the why, but you're not communicating it effectively, you're not showing up with it in your everyday actions, your everyday conversations, then how is it going to stay strong? Then it's getting cracks in it. The why starts fading. And also, you know, looking at all the companies that I have worked with, that my team has worked with, who have been radically successful, are very, very clear on their why. And their why goes much deeper than just making money. And building a business. They all have unique, you know, stories and different reasons why they're doing things. But if they lose track of that why, and I've also watched influencers, big companies lose track of that why and what happens as a result of that. And I think as you grow, this is a major vulnerability for a company if you're not clear on that. So I hope this was helpful for you guys today. And I do highly recommend that book, but I'm also hoping that my kind of interpretation of it and experience with it from a marketing standpoint Um, And somebody who's gone, you know, in four years from no team to a team of 28 people that we're at now, um, what that experience has been like. Because I think it's easy to lose a little bit of track of that. Not that we fully lost track of our why at all. I don't think we did because we have very clear values around marketing always works. It's just a matter of when and data drives our every decision. Those are part of our why. But going deeper of like, Yes, we run Facebook ads. Yes, we manage marketing strategies. Yes, we help people create impact and income. But what else do we do? And why are we doing this? Why are we showing up at work? The last example I want to just share uh, that I just thought of in the book that was really cool is 
um, there was, it was a story, you know, a story, I don't know if it was true or not, but somebody went up, there was a bunch of guys building a cathedral and he asked one guy, like, what are you doing? And he said, I'm just building this wall. I'm like putting brick on the wall. I just show up every day and then I go home and I'm with my family or something like that. And then he went to another person and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm building a cathedral and it might not be done you know, by the time I, you know, finish working here, but I'm committing, I'm, you know, I am a part of this bigger thing. And it's so cool. And he was like, you know, building the cathedral or putting brick on a wall. And like, what is your interpretation? And what's your employees interpretation of how they show up at work? Are they just showing up, logging in, doing their tasks? Are they showing up, logging in and understanding that they're a part of a bigger movement? And you want, of course, the latter of that. You want people, you want your clients, your customers, your audience, your your team members, your employees to feel that movement. And it's your job as the CEO and the leader through micro experiences, micro touches to make sure your company maintains that why. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.